frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna make him an awfully kind of a As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Don't you understand, George? It's because you were not born. Film church. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Why? To solve a riddle older than the Sphinx. To answer the question that has plagued us since we first crawled from this earth and stood erect in the sun. Is man, indeed, a warus at heart? Hello, and welcome to Film Church Radio, the podcast that treats cinema as a religion. It's Sunday. I'm Brandon. And I'm a walrus. <laughs> and we are here to talk about movies. Each week, <laughs> Lewis and I alternate picking a film for us both to watch and discuss. Today, I picked the Kevin Smith film from 2014, Tusk, starring Justin Long and Michael Parks, as well as Haley Joel Osment, uh, Genesis Rodriguez, and Johnny Depp and a very bizarre but interesting performance. Uh, this movie, Lewis had not seen it. I had, I've had i seen it a few times. Um, and I'll just say that it is probably one of the most like sickening movies that I've ever seen, but there's something about it that I, I still love. I think it's the performances, but we'll get into that as we discuss the episode here in, here in a moment. Uh, first, we'd like to thank everyone who's been listening to the podcast and sending their love for the show. Um, if you are new to the show and are enjoying it, please be sure to, sub- to subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when a new episode is available. This is a film church, so we post episodes every Sunday. And if you really, really enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Uh, you can find us on all the social media platforms at Film Church Radio where you can leave us a comment or send us a message. We do have some extra content on our YouTube channel, so be sure sure to subscribe to that as well. We have a Doctor Strange MCU review on there that's not on our normal podcast, and we might be doing a Kenobi review soon. Um, But yeah, uh, we'd also like to say thank you to Philip, who did leave us a review recently, and it was really awesome to see uh, for both of us. Um... Now, before we get into this movie, Tusk, we like to discuss the films we've been watching this week. So, Lewis, what you been watching? I've been watching um, quite a variety of things. Um, so, a few weeks ago, I had the um, honor of seeing Paul McCartney in concert. Um, and the, you know, the preceding the days after that, I was like, I need to watch some more, you know, some Beatles stuff. And yeah. I'd recently watched the uh, Get Back documentary yeah um so i put in a hard day's night which i'd never seen before um you know the the peak of beatlemania i think yeah and it's um it's the i mean the story isn't great (laughs) yeah and it's very kind of slapstick and you know 60s humor um but it's just so great to see the fab four kind of just at their peak yeah, definitely. You know, just doing what they do. The musical numbers are the best part. There's like five instances where it's just the music and it's just like, this rocks. Yeah, I might have you watched know? that one recently. I watched one of them recently because I've, I've been obsessing over the Beatles lately as well after yeah. the Get Back documentary. But um, it's like, you said it's black and white, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, is, is there like one where Ringo is like playing the drums and singing? Like there's a song where he does that in the potentially Ringo's part in it is that um, like he doesn't think that he's good enough yeah and like he kind of goes wandering on his own um, um, yeah but it's I not can't... It, we might not be talking about the same movie then mm. is it, it, it could be yeah is it is it more it's is it like a documentary or is it one of their like movies it's one of their movies. Oh, okay. Then I don't think yeah. it is because I think the one I watched was a documentary. Oh, okay. From back then. Yeah. But I would like to go through all of their movies. Yeah, it's it's one that kind of I know it's on Criterion, so it's kind of widely available. Yeah. And it was just kind of one of the ones I could get free through streaming. Yeah. Um, at the moment, so I'm going to watch it. Nice. How and is Paul it's McCartney like, in concert? He's 
He amazing. <laughs> so I'm good. Sure. Yeah. Pretty moving, like just being like, I am in the same room as a beetle right now. Yeah. You know. That's gotta be crazy. Wild. And then wild. he played Live and Let Die, which is my favorite bomb theme. Oh really? Um, yeah. That thing is incredible. I love that song. So that was the highlight of the night. That's and, awesome. and film related. Yeah, so, exactly. So. Sweet. <laughs> um, and then it was date night. So we watched Senior Year, the Yay. Netflix original Rebel Wilson vehicle. Gotta love and those oh Netflix boy. originals. Yeah, I mean, new a new bar for for, for quality yeah. from Netflix with this film. Um, that is sarcastic. This film sucks. I hated it. <laughs> I hated every minute. Um, I don't find Rebel Wilson funny. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just the the premise is as ridiculous as you would expect. Yeah, and it's you know you could tell from the first minute what was going to happen. Um, yeah, I just it just wasn't just didn't hit. Yeah, it just wasn't funny for me at all. Yeah. Um, and you know it kind of it's bad when you pause it and you're like twenty five minutes in, and you're like I feel like I'm at the end already. Like I feel like I've seen enough you know yeah it's weird comedies are weird these days man there's like not a lot of good ones and also it's like hard to see it's hard to like how do how do people determine what's a good comedy if you aren't watching it in a theater with an audience i know yeah i feel like too many times it just it reverts back to you know like sexual jokes and yeah like fart jokes and I'm just like this is just there's been a few streaming comedies that like that like that that I've watched over the last few years that I'm just like uh what did I mean who greenlit this and also yeah. did did you not screen it for anyone before releasing yeah. it to like make it better exactly yeah um it did have um Betty Brant from the Spider-Man films playing her younger self okay um who was likable for all of 2 minutes and then yeah. She decided that being popular was more important. And he just uh, like, I hate this character. I just hate it. You yeah. know, it's just, I don't, I think it, yeah, it's awful. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> after what Netflix have been doing recently, don't give them any of your money. Yeah. <laughs> go to Hulu, go to HBO. Somewhere yeah. with some quality. That's a Lewis Film Church radio recommendation. <laughs> um, and then a few days after we watched... I want to try and speed this up because I know I've been talking for a while. Um, we watched The Northman, which I know you've seen. Yes. Um, and it finally, you know, we finally got a chance to see it. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. I like the way um, that the director moves his camera. And it's, it's so, it could so easily have like, I don't know, been one of those films where you're not quite sure, you know, when the fight scenes are happening, the camera's moving all the time. But he just places it in such a way that it never distracts from the story right. or like gets in the way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and the story is so simple. Um, but I think all the performances are really great. They kind of commit to this time period, as you would expect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. And it's a shame that it didn't do bigger business, but I know it cost a ton. So, yeah. I'm so you know, I'm not surprised it hasn't done millions and millions worth of profit. Yeah. Um I mean it seems to be yeah. pretty popular, but yeah, I guess because yeah. the budget was so high, it's hard for them yeah. to make that money back. But I loved it. I mean, I know you've seen it. What did you think? Yeah, I loved it a lot. Like it was I mean, like you said, it was um I mean it's just a fun movie. I mean, it's yeah. just like your action packed fun movie. Um I mentioned in the episode where I I meant where I had said I'd seen it that um, Alamo Draft House kind of summed it up perfectly by calling it Norse exploitation, <laughs> and uh, I mean that's what it is. It's just like you, you know, it's just like your action-packed Norse mythology. Yeah, like um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just... like uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to find the perfect word for it, yeah. but it's like yeah. Yeah, and there's just those sprinkles of like weirdness in there, mm-hmm. and you know the um, Ethan Hawke is just phenomenal. I know that you're going to talk about Ethan Hawke probably a little bit in a minute. Yeah, um, but he's great. I mean, when I watch anything with Ethan Hawke, I'm like, I really want to go and watch all the stuff he did with Linklater because it's yeah, I don't. I, he just does he does it so well. 
He um, does good work. He sure does, and he's he's good in it. Um, and then we went to see Top Gun Maverick because it is everywhere right now. Yeah, and um, for I hate the first Top Gun. Yeah, hates a strong word. I feel like because I've talked about senior year, I'm very violent. Um, <laughs> it I, I just like doesn't age well. I think I no. haven't I haven't seen Top Gun, but it seems when, like yeah. When but they announced this, me and Chelsea watched it, and there's no real like story. Yeah, it's just you know, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why it kind of resonated with people the way it did. It's plain exploitation. Um, <laughs> That's right. A jet um, exploitation. And, and it doesn't help. I told Chelsea this just before we watched the Top Gun Maverick, but when I was at university in the first year, I bought Top Gun to watch because I had never seen it. And I was like, I'm going to watch Top Gun. And I got about halfway through and I went into the kitchen to get a drink and my flatmate was in there. He was like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm watching Top Gun. And he was like, has Goose died yet? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like I had never seen this film before, didn't know wow. anything about it. So I didn't watch the end of it then. Um, but then me and Chelsea watched it all the way through. And yeah, it's not good. But this is amazing. Is it really? It's I mean, that's like, what I keep seeing. But like coming yeah. from you, I'm like, really? Is it though? Yeah. I mean, okay. t- Tom Cruise is just like movie star. You know, yeah. he's like one of the last sellable names. You know, you can put him in anything and it will sell tickets. Yeah. But this is, it's got. The character beats that I didn't think I needed. There was a point at the end where I nearly shed a tear. Wow. Yeah. Um, it the got flying you. sequences. Yeah. The flying sequences are unbelievable. Yeah. Like there was a, there's about an hour at the end where I had to kind of like ungrip from the seat. I was so tense and into this film. Yeah. Um, again, there's, there's, you know, there's lots of plot holes in it and, it, you know, in the first hour was a bit slow and kind of setting everything up. Um, but when they get in those planes, oh boy, it goes to like a different level. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. Um, Do I like, need to see the original to watch the new I mean, one? I know that I just gave a massive spoiler, but do you know kind of the bits that happened in the first one? No. Dang. I'm so sorry that I ruined it. Just like my <laughs> It's <did>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just forget I said anything about it. Duck anyway. died, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, Duck died. <laughs> Uh, but i mean that's that is i think that's literally what you need to know yeah yeah um yeah dude it's it's just like a block it's like going to see a blockbuster in the 90s there's a song by lady gaga at the end written specifically for it there's like the big action set pieces there's like a movie star It, it was like being transported back to the 90s and seeing a summer blockbuster again yeah, it almost makes me wish that Tom Cruise, I mean, maybe he will do this later in his mm-hmm. life. Uh, I mean, he's already getting pretty old. I he's think. 60. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I wish that he would like like these movie stars that knew what it was like, you know, would produce some films like this, yeah. you know, because it's like, yeah. yeah, people do, you know, they do original songs for like, you know, the Disney movies James Bond, or James yeah. Bond, but like not a movie about, you know, fighter pilots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, and I feel like this film should not have worked at all and it worked. So, well. yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to see it just based on, dude. yeah. Try and see it on the biggest screen you can. Okay. Cause it's big, it's loud, you know, it's yeah. Meant to be, the yeah. way that Tom Cruise intended. Exactly. Yeah. Um, damn Tom Cruise. And there's a trailer <laughs> for the new Mission Impossible before it, which... Oh, nice. I think I've seen yeah. it already, but it I looks good. Films. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Um, there was one point where I was like, why are they calling him by that name? Isn't he Ethan? And I was like, oh, whoops. That's the wrong <laughs> franchise. Wrong franchise. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then last but not least, um, I went to see Men. The Alex Garland is it Alex Garland um, horror film who did Ex Machina, yeah. Um, his new kind of horror film. It was showing in one of the cinemas near me. I went at nine fifty in the morning, and I was the only one there. Um, nice. And it felt like a short story stretched into a feature length film. 
in a good way or a bad way no in a bad way i don't think Ah. there was enough in there to you know keep me going for so long yeah um but it had jesse buckley in it who Mm -hmm. is just phenomenal i feel like she is just she is one like good choice of a project away from being a superstar yeah you know um because I, you know, you will never really hear that Netflix film didn't work for me at all, but she was in it and did yeah. well. She was really good in The Lost Daughter and was like Oscar nominated for it. But Olivia Coleman was like the main character, you know. And I feel like this is another one where, if it had just been a little bit better and worked a little bit more, everyone would be talking about it. Yeah, but she's she's amazing. Um, the film itself is very strange. Yeah, um, but did you know? It did its job, I think. It just didn't. It just felt a bit baggy, you know, in the middle. Right. It could have been pushed together a little bit more, but I yeah. mean, it's only an hour and forty minutes, so it's not like okay. Yeah. Super but still, long, but... I mean, if a if an hour and forty minutes feels long, that's not necessarily a good yeah. sign. But I do want to see I, it. It looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like because of COVID, and 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 it's obvious that this film was obviously made around COVID time. The, yeah. there's limits to what people can do and I think that those limits are kind of hindering the story process a little uh, bit Yeah, because this was kind of all set in like a big house in like the surrounding countryside Um, and I think that if they just stretched those muscles a little bit more maybe had a few more um, I don't know exteriors or you know yeah bigger set pieces or some, yeah. something that just yeah. kind of elevated it a little more yeah then yeah. it would have worked a bit more, but I mean, it's still it's enjoyable, it's shocking, it's 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 interesting. Sweet, I'm glad I'm, I've seen it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll rush to the theater or not, but I think it's ending its run. I mean, like I said, I saw it early, and there was only about four showings that day. Yeah, so, Top Gun is like Doctor Strange now; it's thirty a day in some multiplexes. So, you know, yeah. Everyone's seen that. Nice. But yeah, that rounded me off for this week. So quite a lot of new releases, well, from this yeah. year. Um, yeah. What um, about you, Brian? What have you been watching? So I've kind of done the opposite and watched some older films. Well, one newer one, but uh, nice. I watched Tape from 2001 uh, on the Criterion channel. They've got a whole Richard Linklater thing going on. Um and I enjoyed it a lot. It was an hour and 26 minutes. It's got Love Ethan it. Hawke and Uma Thurman and, and Robert Sean Leonard. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, I didn't mm. recognize him, but it's just three characters in the whole movie, and it takes place in one room, and it's shot on like a mini DV, and then I think what they did was they took the the tape and blew it up onto film. Okay. Yeah. So it's got like a really unique look to it. Um but it it kind of blew my mind just as far as like the simplicity of it and how they were able to keep my attention through the whole thing. Yeah. Um you know, with just three actors and a room. And Link later you, you can tell he's like really experimenting with this new like camera format because he's like there's no you know, one shot in there or two shots that, that are similar. Like the camera, yeah. every cut, the camera's in a different spot. So he's just like jumping around the room. <laughs> um, but it does like help to keep your interest and stuff. And then Ethan Hawke is just so good, dude. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. so good in the movie. Um, and Uma Thurman is as well, but she's only in it. Like she's not in it as much as he is. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good movie. It, it just it just has me thinking like as a filmmaker rethinking the possibilities of what I could do right now, you know, with just like a really good script and yeah. good actors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so it's it's definitely worth worth watching and Linklater is such an interesting filmmaker oh, because yeah. he just he, his style is is so experimental like every Mm. film he does he's like pushing himself to do something he hasn't done before yeah which is so cool you know yeah i think 
there's been three or four times in the last month where I've got the before trilogy off my shelf and I'm like, uh, soon. Yeah. I'm going to watch you soon. <laughs> gotta, gotta um, but I know that, you know, we've been talking to Zach quite a bit and I said there that I've just got such a pile of films that I've bought that I need to watch that like going, picking one off the shelf that I have already seen feels like it's cheating a little bit. Yeah. You know, so, but I need to stop thinking like that because I, I, same with Boyhood. I really want to watch Boyhood again. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, rewatch it again because my my sister and my brother in law haven't seen it, and uh, oh man, so I'm gonna show it's it to just, them. The I mean, I know we're like we're probably gonna watch it again soon, so we'll talk about it in a future app. But that just that the I don't know what it was about that film. It's so moving. Yeah, it's it's just beautiful. But I'm gonna have to watch tape for sure. Yeah, it's really good, and it's and it's short. You know. Yeah. Um super like just <laughs> I can't get over like all the cool things about it that just make it really interesting I mean the the format yeah. alone is like kind of crazy yeah um but yeah then I watched uh smooth talk from 1985 also on Criterion channel just yeah. kind of picked a random movie it's got Laura Dern in it um nice. have you seen it I haven't it got a disc release from Criterion I think last year Okay, nice. Um, so, so it's it's there, you know. It it's a it's a good movie. It's it's yeah. really made well. It's it's kind of like a a me too movie, you know, before mm-hmm. it's time, I guess. Yeah. Um but it is sinister AF, dude. Like nice. it is like so creepy. In Oof. in like a way that they don't ever sh- they don't ever show you anything. But like okay there there's like a character that like brings this like presence and the way that the filmmaking like the way they shoot it and the way the scene draws out it is like it is intense um nice without doing much you know what i mean so yeah. it, it it was good and the the it also has treat williams in it so he um i didn't realize even when i was watching it but uh he's the guy that from once upon a time in america that like plays the politician that they like poured the gasoline okay. on and stuff yeah. Um, so he's like kind of the sinister person in the movie. Okay. Um, and he does a really good job of being evil, <laughs> Nice, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was good, but it's like, it, you know, not exactly your lighthearted film. Yeah. Um, and then I watched pig from mm. last year with Nicolas Cage you know, I'd kind of been on my list, um, and it was really good. Like it was, it's a good movie, very interesting, well made. Yeah, um, he gives a really great performance. Um, I think I gave it like four star, four out of five. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, definitely worth watching, especially if you love Nicolas Cage. Surprised he didn't get nominated, you know, for best actor. Yeah. But I don't know. This year was weird. And then I watched Buffalo 66 from 1998. Um, I don't, I don't think you... I've ever heard of this movie. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I like, I haven't either. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. So it has Vincent Gallo in it. Okay. Uh, who is... he? The first thing I saw him in was a movie called Tetro that Francis Ford Coppola made uh, yeah. that he stars in. And and then I kind of looked him up after that because I'd never seen this guy before. Uh, but he's like kind of like a 80s, 90s, and 2000s like artist. Like, yeah. I, like I think he dabbles in a lot of different types of art forms. Like he paints and stuff like that. And obviously he acts um, and does music maybe. Um, so he's kind of just, and maybe a poet, I don't know. But he's kind of just like this weird like, like when you read about him, it just sounds like this weird figure, you know, that, yeah, I don't know, that's just like in the art world. Um, but this was a movie that he wrote and directed back in 1998. I think it's just the only movie that he ever directed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's got him and Christina Ricci in it. And, uh, it was really good. Like it, I, I've had a copy of the DVD for a little while and it's just been kind of sitting there forever. And then, um, my sister and brother-in-law, they, uh, dog sit every once in a while. 
and one of the yeah. dogs like pulled the DVD off the shelf and like laid it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just kind of sitting there, and I was like, "Let's watch this." <laughs> yeah, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was really good. Like it, it, it's nice. it's very experimental. Um, yeah, but the. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever like really seen anything like it. It it's it's a little problematic. Like it it doesn't like hasn't really aged well as far as the story goes. I mean, this guy basically like kidnaps this girl and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I love you." So it's uh, just kind of weird. Yeah. Um but like it's the way that it's shot, the acting, the performances, the filmmaking style, like I really liked mm-hmm the Good. package of it i guess yeah you know um i i think it's a movie that i'm going to i'm going to watch a few more times for sure mm. like mm-hmm. it, it's one that i want to go back to so that's cool yeah um but yeah that was it for me dude nice and obviously um we've both been watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi series as well um, yeah and i know that we're not going to kind of go into super huge details but it is so much better than i thought it was going to be and i had really high hopes yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, this show is everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just from the like the prequel prequel recap before the first episode, I would, yeah. like gave me goosebumps. Oh yeah, dude. And see, and I was even like, uh, we're about to talk about Kevin Smith. I watch a lot of Kevin Smith stuff, and I watch you know his Fat Man Beyond show and stuff. And yeah, him and Mark Bernardin talked about it, but they're like you know they're of the original generation you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. which i mean i you know it's not like the original trilogy will always be you know lord yeah <laughs> of course yeah of course but mm-hmm. it is it was interesting to me to realize oh they're really not as into this as i am and i think yeah. that's because i mean episode 1 came out and i was 9 years old yeah. you know and you're you're just a little bit younger than me like uh, and then Attack of the Clones, I was 12. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, that. Like even though yeah. I can see aesthetically that they're not as great as the originals, mm-hmm. like, I, like I have so much love for these movies and, and these characters that like, yeah, when, when <laughs> the show started, I, yeah, I, I, it was, it's everything. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. it more maybe in our, we'll do a, a YouTube thing, but. Episode three is the best 45 minutes of TV <laughs> that Disney have ever put out. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. I was like, God. yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, I know. I rewound uh, it and had to watch it again. Yeah. Because it's just... Oh, it's, it's incredible, dude. Yeah, yeah it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's the best. Um, yeah. But yeah, look out for a, for a full review from Lewis and I. Oh yeah. When it ends. <laughs> um but that brings us to the meat of the show. Dun 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 dun. The 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 mackerel of the show. The <laughs> yes. <meat. laughs> uh 2014 Tusk, written and directed by Kevin Smith. Uh the IMDB summary is a brash and arrogant podcaster gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. Um, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, I'd seen the trailers for this movie when it first came out. Um, yeah. Was already listening to Kevin Smith's podcast back then. Uh, I didn't go see it in theaters. I don't know why. I wish I had. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I said at the opening of this show, like, this movie when when I watch it all the way through, I mean, it makes me sick. Like it gives me like this sick feeling in my <laughs> stomach, and that's not something that like I usually enjoy. Like I usually don't even seek out horror films. Like I like certain yeah. types of horror films. Like I like I love the Evil Dead movies and you know stuff yeah. like that. But um, you know, I'm, it, like especially like disturbing horror movies. Yeah. Um, and this is probably one of the most disturbing horror movies that i've ever seen um yeah it it uh you know even though it's like 
clearly not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I think it's the performances from from everyone that just sell it so hard that you believe it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I know this was your first time watching it. I was I was very hesitant to pick this movie because I was like. <laughs> I wonder if Lewis is just going to absolutely hate this and like I'm going to traumatize him or something. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen a lot of lots of like a lot of Kevin Smith's yeah. movies and yeah. and you know, we've talked about him a lot. He, like he's very influential, a very positive uh filmmaking figure. Like you can't help but love the guy. Um Yeah, and I think this is what I was going to say is that I I I am a huge fan of Kevin Smith. You know, we we both watched a lot of his films, um, but I think my Kevin Smith like fandom is directed more towards the Clerks, more Rats, you know, Jane Silent Bob stuff. Yeah. Because um, I've never seen Red State, yeah. and I had never seen Tusk. So they I feel like the two, um, the two kind of departures for Kevin Smith, right? When you talk yeah. about like the the chances, it's kind of like these two. Yeah. Um, so this was this was a little bit different than what I was kind of used to for Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were still lots of things in there that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, lots of Kevin Smith tropes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so did you like? Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. Okay. I think hate is a strong word. <laughs> I, I'm glad that I've seen it and I yeah. wasn't, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. You know, I, I, yeah. I was entertained mm-hmm. for the runtime. Um, but yeah, very similar to men. I feel like once you got to a point, it just ran out of steam. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, which was a shame because yeah. that first, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? is great. I mean, the dialogue's yeah. really good. Um, the premise is really interesting. You know, I knew at this point he was podcasting a lot and kind of this was his life now. Yeah. So writing about what you know. And then um, <laughs> and then it kind of... And then as soon as... I mean, spoiler. We're going to get into spoilers. Yeah. As soon as Justin Long becomes a walrus, it started to lose me. Not because of that point, um, but that's when I feel like it just kind of ran out of what it was trying to do. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, it's definitely, um, you definitely don't want it to happen. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to see him turn into a walrus. So when he does, yeah. it's like horrifying and also disappointing. Yeah. You know, just as a viewer, I guess. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the scene I, I, before that. Go ahead, sorry. I I think I liked it more on the second watch because like all the okay. things that I did, you know, watching it the first time, just left me so disturbed. I think and yeah. torn because I liked it, but I didn't like it. You know, yeah. which I think was the maybe the intent, but also yeah. like rewatching it was like, oh, here's all the things that I really really liked about the movie, and I liked them even more this time. You yeah. Know? I could just enjoy yeah. it. But the scene before that, what were you talking about? The scene before he goes full walrus, um, where he's obviously been drugged, and then he wakes up and his legs have been removed. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> Justin Long's performance in that scene is just, it just cracked me up. You know, where he's like, what? <laughs> so like coming out of this drugged haze and not really sure what's going he's on. Like, what the fuck? I know, yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> dude, when I watched that scene for the first time, that's when the movie like turned a dark corner for me because oh, yeah. like I just I've like cuz yeah, he's like this super charismatic happy-go-lucky yeah. character. Like he's kind of douchey, but you can't help but like him cuz he's like so confident. Yeah. And then in that scene like yeah, he just has the like rug pulled out from under him like he's missing a fucking leg. And yeah. he's just freaking out. And it's like, it's so, like, such a good performance. Yeah. That, yeah, I think you either laugh or you just, like, you're just terrified, which I was, like, terrified at that point. Like, Justin Long freaking out freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why it went the other way for me then. Because I just, yeah, I'd, 
I just found I don't know whether because Justin Long is naturally a funny person. Like I find him yeah. quite funny as you know in other stuff that I, it just tickled me. Yeah. Um, well, I don't necessarily think that's a wrong reaction. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people react that way to this movie, and like when you watch the behind the scenes stuff for this movie, they were just laughing the whole time on set. I you bet. Know what I mean, yeah. they thought they were making a comedy. They were make yeah. they were making a comedy, but they were treating it seriously, trying to make it a horror. If that makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like all this stuff, like this whole story, just cracked them up because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, it's interesting because in the commentary, um, Kevin Smith is talking about that scene where you know he reveals that he's missing a leg, and Michael Parks kept saying like this thing with the spider doesn't make any sense. Like, why would he believe that yeah. the spider bit him or whatever? So Kevin Smith went over to Justin Long and he was like, hey, lean into the spider thing because he thinks it's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and they're, like, two actors that can kind of improv and riff off each yeah. other. So they, they really got into it and stuff and had a good time, I think, on set. And That's great. He said after yeah. that scene, Michael Parks just, like, loved Justin Long. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. Because, <laughs> like, they didn't really talk much on set because it was, no. like... Um, trying to keep that. Yeah, trying to keep some realism to it, I guess. Yeah. You know, not not learn too much about each other or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah, he said after that scene, they just, like, hit it off. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you can you, you can tell that they trust each other. You know, there's a few times um, that you can tell that, you know, Justin Long is kind of improvising a little bit. Yeah. Um, or, you know, just, I don't know ad libbing um and michael parks is just kind of going with it yeah um, which you know this obviously needs trust there because it works it's not it doesn't feel staged or scripty or anything like that yeah so um and it's really great to see Haley joel osman uh-huh like yeah i didn't know he was in it so when the he showed up sense kid yeah pretty early i was like oh cool it's him and yeah and he does a good job i think he's a good actor yeah. You know, everything I've seen him in when he's on, he's done a really good job. So, um, yeah, it was great to see him as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie, I mean, it's kind of just an actor's movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it seems yeah. like from all the stuff Kevin Smith has said that it, you know, that's the reason he wanted to make it was because, um, he wanted to work with Michael Parks again with Justin Long and like yeah. even the, the scenes with, um, genesis rodriguez you know the girlfriend he like once he saw her acting ability like he gave her that other scene where she's like breaking down and crying and uh talking about cheating yeah. on him and stuff like yeah he was like let's just give you this whole monologue because i know that you can like just kill it that's cool um which is great like there's so many like even though like Michael Parks is just incredible in this movie and Justin Long is incredible, it's like all the other actors that are in this movie they've they've got their screen time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they've got mm -hmm. something to chew on and something to do that's really interesting, which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, in that way, it's like it's very much an actor's movie, but just very interesting to see what. Uh, I mean, Kevin, I, lo I love Kevin Smith as, like, a director and a writer, and, like, I love seeing, like, the stuff that he does that's really just for him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I really, it would be really cool to see him do more stuff like this where he's more of a, like, he's still writing and directing, but he's, like, bringing in this other talent so he, so he can, like, showcase other people because I think that's, yeah. like, a hidden skill that he has that people don't realize is his ability to like bring it, talent together and know how to put them in scenes. Cause I think he's like a really good director. I mean, mm -hmm. we were just talking about that scene where he told, you know, told Justin Long to lean into the spider thing and created this amazing scene, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be cool if, if he did more stuff like that, where he's like bringing all these people together to do these, you know, cinema plays yeah. or whatever i mean his track record is is great i mean jason muse is who he is because of the characters that kevin smith had in play um and that he wasn't even going for the role right yeah kevin was just like i really like this guy um i'm gonna put him in my film um you know ben affleck is in there um 
he, you know, Justin Long, Seth Rogen. Yeah. You know, not that he discovered Seth Rogen. He was still quite big. But, you know, all these people that kind of he helped on their way up, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he, he is a really good director of actors, like you said. Um, and I really enjoy when it is dialogue heavy, when there's those scenes that um, the characters just get to talk to each other. They're yeah. great. Yeah. They're really great. Yeah. And I mean, like you said earlier, the, like the first 30 minutes of the film or like the opening yeah. or whatever before before he like is totally turned into the walrus and can't Justin Long can't speak anymore. Like all the scenes with Justin Long and Michael Parks, like you can just eat them up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the yeah. scene, like when he comes to the house for the first time and they're sitting there just having the conversation and sipping the tea, like, yeah, it's just so good. Like, yeah, it is. It's just two actors talking and it's shot in a beautiful way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like the cinematography is elevated. It's, it's like, it's not, not that like the cinematography is horrible and Kevin Smith's other movies or anything, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's like widescreen. You know, yeah. like where it's usually as other movies aren't. Um, so yeah, it 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 does feel very different. Um, and and those scenes were like what I really enjoyed on the rewatch. And then, you know, there's like the scene where Michael Parks is like, you can see him sewing. You don't really see Justin Long, but you know yeah. he's like there, and he's just like yeah. got this long monologue. Like Michael Parks just kills it, you know what I mean? He does, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of good about this film. I just, I, I couldn't get on board with Johnny Depp's character, and yeah. unfortunately, he has the longest scene. I feel <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's. I don't know whether it was like a holy crap, we've got Johnny Depp moment so they just i know that like you know his daughter plays one of the clerks and stuff like that but yeah i just felt like so much time was given to him and then when i saw that tarantino had been approached to play that role it was so tarantino-esque in that this character had a huge monologue to deliver and we got like a flashback incorporated into it that Mm. went on for a while so you forget that you're in the story that's being told if that makes any sense yeah um and then when you cut back you're like oh we're still in this scene yeah (laughs) you know um but yeah i just didn't it didn't work for me at all really the johnny depp bit yeah (laughs) that's crazy uh i know i feel the opposite It, it really worked for you yeah i mean the first time i watched that scene where Johnny Depp comes in. I didn't even know it was Johnny Depp until like <laughs> he looks so two ridiculous. minutes in, into it. It was like, cause the shot just starts on his face, right? And then it's like pushing in, yeah. pushing in, pushing yeah. in, pushing in. Like he's just going through this monologue, pushing in. And at some point while it's pushing in, I was like, oh shit, that's Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I like it's, like I know it's not supposed to be serious or whatever. Like it's supposed to be ridiculous, but I I I guess I just appreciate his acting ability so much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for me, it worked. You know, it was just yeah. like it was it was fun to see him do something so different. You know what I mean? And then the scene where he, uh, you know, that flashback scene where you're talking about, uh, flashes back and it's. Uh, Guy Lapointe and uh, the Michael Parks character and they they have this whole scene together. To me, that was just like mind-blowing to see mm-hmm. these two like, I don't know, like, just like the acting caliber of these two actors yeah. just go at it with these two like just ridiculous characters. <laughs> um, I don't know. To me, that's like one of the best parts about movies. Is yeah. just watching talent like that I could never hope Work to up, achieve. Yeah. Probably, uh, just yeah, <laughs> you know, go at it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's what I love about it. So it's like I I get I'm more forgiving, I guess, and that yeah. it's like yeah, it's like 
you know, deterring from the story and stuff. But the whole point of the movie, I think, was just to have fun. And it's yeah, clear no, that everybody did. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. I think that, you know, it is you've got to take everything in this film with a pinch of salt. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. And there's no, um, I don't know, there's no surprises. You know, even though he does get turned into a walrus, I feel like I already knew that going in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, but it is Kevin Smith doing what Kevin Smith does, which is just having a blast and yeah, making films with his friends. You know, um, I definitely yeah. would suggest, you know, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, getting the the Blu-ray and watching some behind-the-scenes stuff because Jason yeah. Mewes like does all the behind-the-scenes stuff. He's like going around and interviewing people and stuff. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and they shot this movie in 15 days, dude. It 15 just like days, blows yeah. my mind. I'm like, holy crap. Like that is so fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like everything about this movie kind of blows my mind. But, um, and then I think the Johnny Depp stuff they did later in a couple of days, but yeah, there's, um, yeah, the female clerks. He did a female clerks scene yeah. with his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, which is cool. Yeah, and um, then turned it into like a feature length, right? Yeah, and then there he was like, "I'm gonna make a movie with you guys now." Yeah, um, which I, you know, I need to rewatch Yoga Hosers. That's the movie we're talking about. It's kind of mm-hmm. a. I mean, it's in the same universe as this movie. It's. Not my favorite Kevin Smith movie, but also no. it's like target audience is 13-year-old girls. So, mm. you know, it's not geared towards me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to love it. Um, yeah, and I think that that's the thing, right? Because so much of Kevin Smith's films are geared towards us. Yeah. You know, the generation that grew up with comic books still not really being that cool, um, yeah. but still enjoying them and... Um, working menial jobs kind of dead end you know feeling like you're in a dead end kind of life you know um, which is what he translates to the screen so well um, but yeah this is not that <laughs> this is I mean I, I think that at the beginning there's some really interesting um, comments about media and kind of being famous at this point in the world is like, you know, they obviously make, have a job out of making people look ridiculous and profit from it and making fun of other people. Um, which I, Kevin Smith has never, in my eyes, been like that. I don't feel yeah. like he's ever malicious. Everything yeah. comes from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. maybe that's kind of just some projection about how he feels being a podcaster. Yeah. Is that to really make it? You've got to be mean and horrible, and you know, not what he is. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I mean, he is very self-critical. He is know? really self-critical. Like, yeah. He, uh, but so many people love him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because, like, I mean, this movie to me, like, this movie is like a masterpiece. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know that's saying a saying a lot, <clears throat> but like truly, like this movie uh, just works on every level for me. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know because and, and some people agree with me, you know. But it's yeah, kind of no. like torn. Like other people don't, you know. And yeah. uh, I know that he. It seems like he does focus on like the negative. Mm-hmm. Like he he hears more of the people saying like this movie sucks, than yeah. The, I mean, granted, like box office money probably speaks, yeah. or probably hurts more than than the actual people that say stuff. But yeah, I'm sure because I'm you know I know that he has made films since, and he's actually going for a bit. It feels like he's going for a bit of a renaissance at the moment, being yeah able to kind of make the films and sequels he wants to make yeah um which is really cool you know jane silent bob um the latest one and then reboot and then um he's doing what more uh clerks three yeah 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, that's that's great that he's going to do those, yeah, kind of things. But I feel like this movie know. was almost ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it's about yeah. a it's about a like douchey podcaster, which mm-hmm. in 2014, like podcasting wasn't what it is now. Yeah, I mean, it was coming up, but it wasn't like I mean now. I mean, in 2014, you could ask someone, like, your average person didn't listen to podcasts or whatever. Yeah. Now, everybody knows what a podcast is. You know what I'm saying? Most um, of the people are doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he has a mustache, which, like, the mustache is, like, coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a weird thing. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this movie... This almost feels like a TikTok generation movie. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so I hope it gets a resurgence at some point because, yeah. you know, it's, to yeah. me it's great. That's awesome. That's good. I do not feel as strongly, I don't think. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's all about cinema, isn't it? I mean, that's... Yeah. Some people are going to like it. Some people are not. So, um Yeah. Do you think you'll but ever give that, this movie a rewatch? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely will. Yeah. I think um, there's enough in it, and I like Kevin Smith enough to do it. Um, you know, if I can watch Cop Out twice, which I've done, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can watch this twice. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I just think I don't. It, it's hard to separate the director Kevin Smith with the films of his I love. Yeah. You know, and kind of like, okay, this is not going to be a Clerks. This is not going to be a Chase and Amy. Yeah. This is something different. Um, and I feel kind of similar about Dogma as well. Um, I really like Dogma, but it's not like my top tier Kevin Smith. Yeah. Which I know for a lot of people it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, I I have been giving this movie a lot of praise, but it is a hard movie to watch yes. for me. Like, be, I think yes. because it's worked so well, you know, because yeah. like those terrifying moments like truly make me like feel sick, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, why am I doing this? <laughs> I kept. I feel like I keep having flashbacks to him teaching the walrus how to swim. Uh huh. Yeah. I just that I don't know why that scene grows. I, maybe it's just the fact of like not having control of the body that you used to and like being yeah. thrown into water just yeah. terrifies me as a concept. You know, it's like being in like tied in a sack and trying to swim. Yeah. You know, and that I was just like, Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think some of the things it goes for, it does. It manages to accomplish, but I just wish it was a little bit, no, more well-rounded. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's we're sitting here, nearly ten years past. In hindsight, you know, and like you said, if they had a good time making it, then who cares? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's not it's not like Scorsese made it. <laughs> it's not yeah. like it. You know, it came out of left field. This is Kevin Smith. He's been doing what he wants for years. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure in one of his books, he talks about the fact that, you know, cop out was for a studio and he's like, I didn't enjoy it. I hated it. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he also didn't think he was going to go back to filmmaking after red state. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, because he, he was doing it like he was just doing podcasting, like he was making money doing that. And mm. this came about from a podcast episode, you know, which you can hear the clip of it at, in the credits at the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically him and his his friend Scott Mosier um, read the um, the listing. There was like a real listing for a guy looking for someone to rent a room, but they had to wear a walrus costume. <laughs> and so they took that and basically created this whole entire story in the yeah. episode. Like they're just laughing the whole time and coming up with all the points, <laughs> even like the whole thing, even to the point of like at the end, he has to go full walrus 
in order to kill the guy, but then like he can't go back to being a human. He's gone full walrus. Um, And then at the end, they were like, should we actually make this movie? And then they were like, well, if people want us to see us make this movie, hashtag on Twitter, hashtag walrus yes, or hashtag walrus no. Yeah. And enough people hashtagged walrus yes that they were like, let's just do it. Wow, that's awesome. Three million dollars, yeah. fifteen days, you know. Got I mean, to work this is with what filmmaking's all, all about, right? Like yeah. just grabbing a, some friends and making a film and you wouldn't be able to tell it was a small budget and made within fifteen days. You know, it doesn't look yeah shoddy. Yeah. So it's also A twenty four, which is like yeah, another reason I, I feel like it's like ahead of its time. Um Yeah. I feel like this movie would do well now, you know? Yeah, I, know. I feel so too. Um, I mean, it, it's weird that I kind of watch Men and then this in the same... Because I think I watched it the same day. So, because I would say that Men is... It's not similar, but it's kind of... It's the same vein, you know? It's it's like, it starts off and you're kind of like, oh, I know where this is going. Then it jumps, like, miles ahead of where you were. Yeah. Um and that's A twenty four as well. Yeah. So but I agree. I think that it's about time that we had a bit of a resurgence and just like a re examination of Tusk. Yeah. So I mean, if you haven't seen Tusk, give it a go. It's Yeah. It's I want to see Justin weird. Long do more shit too, you know. Yeah, well I mean I know he's got a podcast too, right? Yeah, he does, yeah. I mean, what else is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's probably doing something. I mean, yeah. Um, maybe we could invite him on the show. Yeah, he was. Um, I really like his character in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he reappeared in uh, Jay yeah. and Silent Bob reboot as the he same did. guy. <laughs> he'll always be. Uh, he'll always be Brandon from Galaxy Quest to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I think oh, was man. his first thing. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's working on stuff. Yeah, he is. He's done a lot of TV as well, which I forget. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, uh, was this a hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus <laughs> no for you? I mean, I think you've won me over a little bit. I think. That- <laughs> I came out a lot more sour than I'm feeling right now, but um, yeah, as soon I've just got to separate, you know, Kevin Smith from Kevin Smith sometimes, yeah. and just be like, he's doing what he wants to do. Because even um, Jane Silent Bob reboot, I wasn't as into it as I think other people were. Yeah, but I just love seeing him make movies. Yeah, you know, because there's still those nuggets there that kind of really work. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, hashtag walrus yes. Hashtag walrus yes for me as well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how often I'm going to go back to this. If it was a choice between this and chasing Amy or Clerks, I don't think this would win. But yeah, I do want to... I mean, it took me a while to go back to it. I mean, I've watched watched like uh, clips, like the the Johnny Depp and Michael Park scene. I've watched like by itself a few times, several times few times several times <laughs> uh you know so certain scenes i'll go back to but yeah just doing the whole thing together it's it's you got to be able to stomach it you know yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so for sure yeah <laughs> but yeah that was uh tusk ladies and gentlemen yeah what do you think that i rated this movie on letterbox um, it's a tough one. I d- hmm. I think you rated it. I don't know why I'm doing it like this. Um, <laughs> four out of five. I think you rated it three out of five. It's kind of cheating if you go first, you know, because it's like, 
Like if I know that you rated or you think that I rated it four, I'm like, okay, you definitely rated it lower than four. That's true. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's tricky. Uh but it's a five out of five for me, dude. Oh jeez. <laughs> we're we'll both one off, it's a two out of five. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was wow. I mean, that was my that was my end of the film knee jerk reaction yeah. to it. That was yeah. like Nah. Well, also, this was my, you know, like, I don't know, second or third watch. Yeah. Uh, and I, it probably wouldn't have been a five out of five first time I watched it, but it's 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 gotten there now, I think. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Maybe yeah. we need to watch it together next. Yeah. Because I feel like it is one of those films where if you're with people, it enhances it. You know, yeah. I watched this after taking an exam kind of lying on the couch <laughs> yeah. so it wasn't like i don't know maybe i just wasn't in the right frame of mind for it but yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like it's the it's all the actors man for me mm-hmm. it's like all mm-hmm. those scenes with justin long and michael parks and like cutting back and forth and the dialogue yeah. and just the performances is just like wow. it's uh top tier talent man that you just yeah mouth watering mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, and I think that once I'm not so into the story, or like the progression of the story, yeah, those scenes will work better for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just that first watch is always tough because you're like, okay, what's going to happen? You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the second time you can kind of sit and like relax into it. <laughs> I always think of um, a Del Toro tweet where he's like, um watching a film once is the same as kind of taking it out for dinner or a woman out for dinner, but watching it more than once is like properly dating it. Like you really mm-hmm. don't know it until you watch it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think about that when I like, when I come out of a film, I'm like, meh, I'm like, maybe I just need to see it a few times. Yeah. But, man, if I only had that time in the world, <laughs> I would do it. But sometimes you can only afford to watch it once. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Watching films once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or more than once. What are we watching next week, Lewis? Okay, so I have actually chosen a film from that was released in a year that we were both alive. <gasps> Can you believe it? I can't. Normally wow. it's like a 1920 film. Um, 1964. So I, <laughs> I have chosen a film from 1999. Which I did. I, I cheated a little bit. I went on your letterbox and kind of had a look through your to watch list. Oh, nice. Um, and had a look if there was any in there that I had also been waiting to watch. Yeah. Um, and there was. So next Sweet. week we are going to be watching the 1999 film starring Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon, Election, directed okay. by Alexander Payne. Interesting. I'm trying yes. to remember when and why I put this on my watch list, but I think my aunt suggested this. Nice. She loves well, Reese Witherspoon. I mean, yeah. me and Chelsea had been talking recently about Legally Blonde because we're talking about how much we enjoyed like courtroom films. Uh-huh. And Chelsea was like, Legally Blonde's really good. And like, I thought she thought that I was going to be like dismissive of it, but I think Legally Blonde's really good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I haven't yeah, watched it then, in a long time, but yeah, my and it just got me thinking about I don't know films from the nineties that could that I haven't that I missed, you yeah. Know? So this is one of them. Sweet, yeah, I'm excited. Is it on anything? Um, it's it's on Criterion Disc. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> so it might be Criterion Channel. Or it says that it might be on Prime Video as well. So if you've got Prime, it might be on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a comedy from the 90s. Look at me. I'm changing. Yeah, man. Changing it up. Picking something that's, right. that's not a horror dark. That's it. And death. I feel like we're far enough away from any kind of terrible election result that I can watch this Yeah. in comfort and peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not be annoyed if I see any tampering with ballots. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that'll be next week, folks. So tune in next Sunday. 
Uh, I think that brings us to the end of the show. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Film Church Radio. You can follow us individually on Letterboxd. I am at Selman Scope, and Lewis is at Walker Lewis 3007. You can keep up with what we've been watching on there, you know, see what's on our watch list, see what we've rated films. Um, we also have all of our back episodes streaming on all good podcast platforms. Uh, please leave us a rating and review so we and let us know if you like the film. Um, and let us know what we should be watching. Um, and with that, Lewis. Never go full walrus. I'm going to stay away from Canada and not go looking for it. So don't worry. Sweet. <laughs> All right, folks. Don't forget to say your film church prayers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.